This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling And if this is not a taste of heaven, the fact that we are alive and we're filled with the grace and the divine favor of our Creator is heaven. You're listening to Servant Marcia coming to you with Escape. Escape to Heaven. I'm hailing from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, right here in the beautiful state of Florida in Tallahassee. And I have been thinking that I want to be in heaven like all the time, 24 hours a day, even as I am on earth. And I'm wondering, how did we lose heaven on earth. That's what we're going to talk about today. The fact that we had heaven. You're listening to 94.1 Wave 94, 1130 a.m. on a bright and gorgeous Monday morning. Heaven is your destiny if that's what you want. So I want to talk about this morning, how did we lose Heaven on earth. One of the things that I do know is that heaven is beautiful. We've talked about the garden, the trees, the, the life, the light, the jewelry, the pearls, the diamonds, the gold. We know that heaven is radically, unexplainably beautiful beyond words to describe. How would anyone give up such an existence? Was that existence ever on earth? And what we can think about or realize that our God is a specific God. He is the creator of all. God does things in pattern. Whatever is in earth, when he brought it in, whatever is in heaven, when God brought it to earth, he brought a replica. He brought a pattern. We know that God is a God of pattern. And if we look at Exodus 25th chapter, as he speaks to Moses, he says, according to all that I show you, the pattern of the tabernacle, the pattern of his furnishings, the pattern which I showed you on the mountain. God does things in pattern. Even in First Timothy, first chapter, he says, However, for this reason, I obtained that that was Paul. I obtained or Peter or Timothy. I obtained mercy that in me first, Jesus Christ might show 
all long suffering as he did when he suffered as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him, Jesus, for everlasting life. So knowing that God does things in pattern, we know that the Garden of Eden was designed in a manner consistent with those, the condition in heaven. The pattern, the pattern of heaven was brought down to earth in the Garden of Eden, which was um, assumed and for all that we understand, located in Mesopotamia, uh, and that's the land where two of the four rivers are flowing out of it, and either it was located in Israel, Arabia, or Persia. The land of Israel, we know, was is located uh, or was located in Jerusalem, which is the center of the world, and the Holy Temple was located in the center of Jerusalem. God does things in pattern. The Garden of Eden was made from the pattern of what is or what was in heaven. Over in Genesis, the first chapter, verse 26 to 29, we know that man was made for the Garden of Eden. You know, uh, the Lord said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish, over the birds, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over fish, over birds, over every living thing, replenish the earth. So, and then God said, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you, it shall be for food. So in the beginning, we were not eating meat, guys, Uh, not not carnivorous. We were vegetarian and we were strong and beautiful and full and the glory of God existed within us and around us. So that's what we started out with, Adam and Eve. Life in God's garden, which is actually heaven on earth, is explained to us in Genesis, the second chapter, starting with verse 8. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. So Eden is obviously a city, a town, a country, a domain, you know, territory. But East, God planted a garden and he put man there. And the man that he formed out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. And the tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, a river went out of Eden to water the garden. From there it parted and became four river heads. The first is Pishon, and that's the one that skirts the whole land of Havila, and that's where gold is, and the gold of that land was also good. And then you have Bedellium and Onyx, and uh, Stone was there, and the name of the second river is Gihon, and that goes through the whole land of Cush, that's Africa, from what I understand. And the third river is Hidelkel, and it's the one that goes through the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is the Euphrates. So the Garden of Eden, in a sense, 
could be considered the source of wealth and prosperity and riches and and sustenance and beauty. Um, then there was responsibility given to man. God took the man and placed him in the garden and said to tend it and keep it. And God commanded the man saying of every tree of the garden, you may freely eat. But there was a condition in order to stay in that garden and in that existence of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You shall not eat for in the day that you eat of it, ye shall surely die. So the condition for us as mankind to remain in the Garden of Eden was that we should not eat of the tree of good and evil. A part of this uh, placement in the Garden of Eden, God realized that even though mankind, Adam, was whole, he needed to be whole as he was also being made one. See, the whole thing that we're doing, living on earth and trying to decide, should we live God-like or should we live as complete sinners away from God, is the discovery of oneness. Uh, I know I'm deviating a little bit, but there are two specific occasions where Mankind became one or was on one accord. Uh, that was the Tower of Babel. One accord, but in wickedness and evil and departing away from the creator of heaven and earth. And then there was one accord, but in union with heaven, in union with the creator. And that was the uh, day of Pentecost where uh, mankind 120 waited on one accord for the promise of God to come back to the earth, literally to bring heaven back to earth. And so oneness is inherent in the design that God has for us to experience heaven. Okay. Um, in Genesis, the second chapter, 18th verse, Lord God said, it's not good. That man should be alone. I will make him a helper companion that's comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast and every bird and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And Adam named every living creature. And that's their name even today. Okay, and but for Adam, there was nothing comparable to him. So then the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept and the Lord took a rib out and closed up the flesh. That sounds like surgery to me. Look like we're going to have cloning in a minute. And then from that rib, what the Lord had taken from man, he made it into a woman and brought her to the man. And Adam named everything and named also the woman said, this is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Why? Because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. They were together, man and woman. They were naked, but it meant nothing. Why? Because they were still in the innocence and they were also in oneness and they were also in the glory of God. Notice that the Lord did not bring a woman or create a woman until the man himself came to the recognition 
that he needed a mate. So God will see your need way ahead of you knowing your need. But until you recognize your need, that that divine intervention really does not manifest. How did we lose the Garden of Eden? How did we lose heaven? You're listening this morning to Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ telling you that with everything going on in earth, we need to escape. Escape where? Escape to heaven. But we need to understand why isn't heaven here right now today where we can live in heaven physically every day. And so that's what we're talking about. In Genesis, the third chapter, there was temptation and mankind decided to depart from oneness, not from himself, but from being in one and in agreement with God. Therefore, heaven was lost. Let's go into the word of God. Genesis, the third chapter, the servant was more cunning than any beast of the field. And what he did, the first thing he did when interacting with the woman was he planted the seed of doubt. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. The woman said back to the serpent. Now, this is true, but without revelation from Holy Spirit, she has the truth, but she has her interpretation of whatever her husband, Adam, has shared with her. She said, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you should not eat it, nor will you touch it, lest you die. God didn't say the touch part. And then through that, the enemy now will begin to execute a lie. Then the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now, what did he do? He now has uh, said the truth that they will know good and evil. He said they will be like God when they were already like God. God made them in his image and likeness. And then he said, your eyes will be open. It will. Your eyes will be open to evil. And I think there was something else he did. He said, you will not surely die. So obviously, I'm thinking, this is my interpretation, that Eve probably touched the tree and she didn't die. And that gave her a position to believe the liar, the father of lies, more than the creator because of the seed of doubt that he had already placed. And so as one flesh, let's talk about it. So when the woman saw that the tree was good and it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took and she ate. Now, she also gave her husband and he ate. So that means as one flesh, they agreed with Satan and they disagreed with the creator, God, our father. And then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew now that they were naked. And so they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves a covering. One thing about sin and darkness, it cannot comprehend the truth. It cannot comprehend light. And so as soon as they sinned, they then, as they heard the, the sound of the Lord God walking in the uh, garden in the cool of the day, and they hid themselves. Never before had they done that. Why did they hit themselves? Why did they hide from God? Because now they have darkness in them. Now they cannot comprehend and they know that they have gone against the Lord. 
They were made in the image and likeness of God. They were made to agree minute by minute, second by second with God always. But when they agreed with Satan, they fell from the agreement with God. Amen. So I'm going to go to uh, Genesis. We know the third chapter that in there, I might read a little bit from the Bible. That's where the Lord placed the curse upon all three of the participants of those not agreeing with him. He placed a curse upon, he asked the woman, what has she done? And she said, well, you know, the serpent beguiled me and I ate. And then he cursed the serpent and told him what would happen. But most importantly, the 15th verse, Genesis 3, chapter 15, verse, he put enmity between thee and the woman. That's what he said to the serpent, between the serpent seed and the woman seed. And it shall bruise thy head, the woman seed, and you Satan, your seed shall bruise his heel. And he multiplied the woman's uh, conception and no longer was she joint heirs with her husband. She now has a position that is beneath her husband because now a part of her curse is that her husband shall rule over her. And then for Adam, he was cursed. But God said, I am cursing the ground for your sake. And in sorrow shall you eat of it. Whereas before, you know, everything was right there. Heaven was there. The Garden of Eden was right there for them. So out of this, uh, the 20th verse, they were, well, before I go that, let me explain what enmity mean. Enmity, that word, we guess run over so quickly, means um, opposition, hostility, deep-rooted hatred. And what and who is the serpent seed? I know you've been thinking about that. I'm going to answer it. My interpretation of the word of God is that's the Gentile. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Even the word of God says that friendship of the world is enmity against God. That's in James. The Lord also says in the word in Romans, the eighth chapter, a Christian can also be enmity against God if you have a carnal mind. Okay? So there is enmity between who? The seed of Satan and the seed of the woman. The question becomes, which seed are you? Do you know which seed you are? And so all of this relates to Losing heaven on earth. Man lost the right to eternal life. Why? Uh, even God had to obviously kill an animal and spill blood to cover mankind. In their innocence, they took fig trees. You know, strange that Jesus cursed that fig tree because it didn't bring forth fruit in his season. Is there a relationship? But the Lord, the creator, in Genesis 3rd chapter, verse 21, the Lord, it says also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin. That means an animal had to die. A strictly vegetarian world, even the animals ate vegetables, uh, now becomes carnivorous through that act that God himself had to do in order to appropriately cover Adam and Eve. Also, 
22nd verse, it says, Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So God drove out the man and placed a cherubim at the east of the Garden of Eden and the flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. I always find it very interesting that Adam and Eve lived in that Garden of Eden for who knows how long. And the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was there. And at any time they could have eaten of the tree of life and had eternal life. But remember, there was no reason to eat of that tree. There was no recognition in their mind to even go and eat that tree because eternity was within them. They were designed with eternity inside. <sighs> wow. The Lord only said, do not eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But once they did it, then they had to be limited to have excess actually removed and lost their right to eternity. This is Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ saying escape to heaven. But can we? And how can we? <laughs> the conditions of being separated from the Garden of Eden, you know, and being lost from our Creator. Ephesians, the second chapter says, therefore remember that we, once Gentiles in the flesh, and remember now, that's the seed. That's the seed that God referred to in Genesis, the third, the, the third chapter, when he was speaking to the serpent, that you who were called uncircumcised by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh, and that would be the seed of Eve, the Jews, the Israelites, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. So when we are in that lost state away from heaven on earth, we are under the curses of the disobedient. Uh, in Deuteronomy 28 chapter, it talks about confusion, um, destroyed, perishing quickly, wickedness for forsaking God, plagued, uh, your strike with consumption, fever, inflammation, the sword scorching, mildew, change your land to powder and dust. So that's what heaven rains on you instead of raining blessings. The Lord will allow you to be defeated when you are separated from him and living in a state where you, you don't have heaven on earth anymore. Instead, you have hell on earth. Oh, my God. You're troublesome. Uh, the Lord will strike you with the bowls of uh, Egypt, with tumors, with madness, blindness, confusion of heart. As I'm saying all of this, scab, the itch, that you cannot be healed from, groping in the noonday, drunkards, 
As I read the curses from Deuteronomy 28 chapter, a lot of this we are experiencing today. Why? Because we are not living in heaven on earth. Oh, my God. During this process, did you know, and I may have to stop here and continue this next time I come back. Do you know that God separated the nations and literally claimed the seed of the woman through this separation process? Over in Deuteronomy 32nd chapter, it says Moses was singing. He was saying to the people that he had brought from Egypt, remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations ago. Ask your father and your elders, and they'll tell you when the Most High divided the inheritance to the nations, when he separated the sons of Adam and set the boundaries of the people according to the number of the children of Israel, for the Lord's portion is his own people, Jacob is the place of God's inheritance. So when that towel of Babel occurred uh, and the Lord said, let's go down and see what they're doing. And then God uh, caused confusion in the language and uh, mankind separated from that one place in Shinar. And I am, this is my interpretation, Deuteronomy 32nd, chapter went into effect at that time and mankind was then separated since in oneness man agreed with the fallen angels to go against God at the Tower of Babel then in that agreement God said since you agree with Satan and all those angels okay then you are in one accord with them I separate you and God separated mankind into 70 Nation 70, 70. When you go over to Genesis 46 chapter, uh, you'll see that Jacob, as he left, and uh, I believe the land of Canaan to go into Egypt, where his son Joseph was providing for the entire world so that the Israelites could live in Goshen. And if you were to count all of the people that left and came to Egypt with Jacob, who is actually Israel, there was 70 souls. And so God himself separated mankind into the 70 nations, the 70 nations that were the Gentiles. And those are the seed of serpent, the serpent seed, meaning in the state of disobedience, complete separation from the Lord under that regime. Okay, but God had one that he pulled out for himself, and that was Israel, Jacob, who became Israel. Good God, we need Jesus. We need Jesus. Jesus is our savior because most of us in this world, we are under those 70 nations, most of us. And if there had not been Jesus, the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word became flesh. If there had not been Jesus, there would be no avenue for those 70 nations to become one with God again in order for heaven to come back 
to the earth. Lord, I am so grateful. Thank you so much. We are now qualified as Gentiles to be one with the 70 souls that represented Israel through Jesus Christ in Colossians, the first chapter, giving thanks to the Father, verse 12, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us, that means translated us, moved us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through Jesus blood, the forgiveness of sins. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation for by Jesus, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through Jesus and for Jesus and for Jesus is before all things. And in him, all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may dwell and by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you and I, who were once alienated and enemies in our mind, Okay, because of our wicked works or by our wicked works. Yet now Jesus has reconciled us in the body of his flesh through his death to present you and I holy and blameless and above reproach so that we can continue in the faith, in the hope that is in heaven. I want to tell you so much more. I want to tell you how in Luke 9 chapter and Luke 10th chapter that Jesus gave unto us, his believers, power, authority to cast out, to deliver, to heal, to restore. And why did he do 12 in Luke 9 and 70 in Luke 10? But our time has come to an end. And so when this world is just too crazy for you, remember that you can escape to heaven. Escape now while there is still time. If you have not confessed your sins, if you have not found out and accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I come today with a word of reconciliation as a minister of reconciliation, saying, confess, repeat after me. I confess, I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, raised from the dead by the power of God. And because I believe and I confess that I've been a sinner separated from God, I can now receive the power of reconciliation. I can now become restored back to my rightful place as a child of the creator of the living God. Receive today 
the blessings, the spiritual blessings, the eternal blessings, the natural blessings of the Almighty King, the Almighty God, the Ancient of Days. In the mighty name of Jesus, I decree it, I declare it, and I release it unto all hearers, all believers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, we give you the praise and we receive today the blessings and the reconciliation. This is Heaven on Earth Ministries saying escape how you can. 94.1 Wave 94. I'll see you next time. God bless you. Bye. Yeah.